I'm a black country vlogger and I'm a bloody idiot. Yeah, yeah. Hi again, I'm Matt and welcome to the Black Country Podcast. This is episode 8 and follows on from episode 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2 and 1. Regular listeners to the podcast will actually know that it's the Black Country Vlogger Podcast and not the Black Country Podcast. Also, regular listeners also know that I'm well known for making one or two mistakes. So, last week was a pretty long podcast talking about our last trip to Vegas and it was mainly about downtown and so I wanted to carry on with the downtown theme and talk about a few places that we've been to um, but more importantly talk about a lot of places that we've not been to obviously I won't be able to go into too much detail with these because I don't know much about them but while we're on our travels a lot of them caught our eye so we'd written them down and the plan was to have done them the following year but obviously that didn't happen and nor did October after that either so hopefully some of these can be done in February. The vast majority of the stuff I'm going to be talking about is based in and around the art district. Because um, that was mainly where me and Jane did most of our walking. We really like that area. It's, um, it's out of the way, but there is a lot of things to see and do. We thought there was a lot there, but when I've actually done the research and looked on Google Maps and all that kind of thing... Um, there's far, far, far more things there than I could actually possibly imagine. And it does seem as well quite a lot of YouTubers, I think it's many of the local ones, are filming places to eat and drink that are off the beaten track as well. So it's always good to see things like that because it gives you some good ideas. Um, I'm not saying this strip's boring, it's not. The strip, like Fremont Street, is forever changing and adapting. Do you know what I mean? You've already got these new casinos that have recently, well, recently for us, have been um, opened like Circa and Resorts World and even the Virgin one, if it can be bothered with that one. So, as you all know, there's a lot of things going on in Vegas. It's always changing, which is really a decent... Well, it's the main answer to when people go to me and Jane, really, you're going to Vegas again? Well, isn't it the same? Don't you get bored in the same thing time and time again? It's like, well, we don't do the same thing time and time again. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of things that we do every year, and that's because we really enjoy them. So I'm not going to not do the things I really enjoy, but at the same time, we're also going to fit in loads of different unique experiences as well. Because um, that's what a holiday is all about, isn't it? Enjoying yourself and um, experiencing new things, basically. So um, I think I've rambled on enough about that. And uh, we're basically going to go straight into it and start talking about the Arts District. The Arts District is located just south of downtown Vegas. It was created in '98 as an 18-block zone where artists could flourish and showcase their art. And that's why the district itself is known as um, 18B. The neighbourhood is really understated compared to the Strip and Fremont Street. And that's really not a bad thing. Over the years since its um, inception, I guess you want to call it that, um, it's actually grown um, quite significantly and it's become really, really popular. Um, and it's now home to a large variety of galleries, 
funky antique shops and boutiques, restaurants, cafes and bars. Now, as most of you all know, because I talk about it quite a bit, every month there's an event known as First Friday and it's held in the Arts District and it also now kind of spreads itself out and involves the Fremont Entertainment District as well. The event itself has actually become so popular, I think they now do something called Preview Thursday. So I'm assuming that's going to be the Thursday before the first Friday of every month. I didn't even know this existed until I did a bit of Googling. So it's something I'm definitely going to have to have a look into uh, next time we go. If you want to find out any more information about First Friday and what it actually does, if you go to www.fflv.org, then it'll give you all the information you need. Uh, you can get there pretty easily by um, an Uber or a lift. You can even walk it to be honest. As you know, we've walked back from there, so there's no reason why you can't walk there. Or you could go and use a downtown loop, because it stops not too far away. I'm not too sure what the timings are like with the loop at the moment. So you probably could use a loop to get there. You're probably not going to be able to use a loop to get back. Because I don't think it runs too late into the night. First things first, then let's state the obvious. It's called the Arts District. So what's there? Art. Um, it's a lot of street art. And I really, really like it. It is really impressive. Um, it's on the walls. It's on the floors. It's on the roofs. It's really high up, it's really low down, it's massive in scale, it's absolutely tiny in scale. Um, all the different, there's so many different styles as well, I can't, I can't name them, I'm not a flipping art expert. But um, I know what I like, and I like the art that's all the way around the Arts District and Fremont. Um, there's even like a, well, I think it's still there, really nice thing plastered on the side of the plaza as well. Um, you could spend a whole day just walking around looking for all this different art. I won't be surprised if there's actually a website that probably lets you know the locations of the more popular ones. Should we really look into that? If I do find out, I'll, um, I'll put it in my podcast or something. But um, that also kind of, it's not just in the Arts District, it's the whole of Fremont itself. Seems to be a lot of the whole downtown area as well. Um, they seem to be very proud of all the artwork that they do, and I don't blame them. It is really, really good. Um, the similar things in London I've noticed, um, they're by Camden. Um, so yeah, if you like that kind of thing, you're definitely going to appreciate the stuff in um, Vegas. And not too long ago, me and my mate went down to the custard factory, Digworth, Birmingham, and they've got that itself. Kind of looks like a little mini art district um, that I'd like into Vegas as well. Um, took a few photos of the art on the walls there. Again, it's really interesting. It really, really is. Um, even if art's not your thing, um, you'll still be amazed at the stuff that's out there. You really, really will. The main area where they hold First Friday is also home to an area called the Art Square. Again, there's all art all over the place. Inside as well, um, there's an art gallery, um, there's an art factory, and it's also home to something called the Cockroach Theatre. I can only assume it's like an amateur dramatic thing. Um, never seen a show. There wasn't much about it advertised when we went, but maybe it's like a new up-and-coming thing. 
But um, I suppose that would be quite interesting. Um, that whole art square is quite nice as well. There's a really little fancy garden where you can sit and chill. And not too far from there is 18 Bin, which, as you know, we went there for beer and drinks. They've got an arcade machine in there. The bar's quite big, and they've got a lot of board games that you can play. The service there was really nice. The people was really nice. You can sit outside. Uh, you can you can see the stratosphere from there, actually. So that's really, really nice. Um, also, as well, staying around that area, um, we've got the Cornish Pasty Company. As you know, I thought it was okay, but I did find it way, way too expensive for what it actually was. Um, give it a try if you want. Um, I'm not going to tell anyone not to go there. I mean, it's a business at the end of the day, and you have to support businesses, especially local ones. Um, I, I just wasn't super impressed, sadly. Not too far from there, but in the opposite direction, you've got the Burlesque Hall of Fame. That's a place you really should go to. Um, as I said in my previous blog, I think it was, or podcast, the people in there are really passionate about it and the history. Really informative. Yeah, definitely, definitely go there. Uh, also, as well, on our walks, we found a place, uh, what was it called now? Retro Vegas. Now, that was weird. Well, no, it wasn't weird. It was um, an antique shop, and it had a lot of stuff from America, from, I'd say, like the 50s and the 60s. They had a lot of old vinyl as well to have a look around, and they also had um, an area just for clothes. I think it's called Bad Kitty or something like that. So if you fancy buying some retro American vintage clothes or even vintage American house goods really um have a look around it's really really big um we didn't spend as much time in there as i'd like to but um we was really pushed for time because well we didn't actually know it existed we were just walking around saw it and i just wanted to go in there it is on one of my youtube uh, vlogs can't remember which one it is but i'm sure there's a short section about five minutes of us in there um trying to think where else we also, quite far out the way, you would really have to Google this one. I'm, using, I'm advertising Google a lot here. Um, it was the Gambler's General Store. That took some finding, um, but we didn't mind the walking, like I said. That place is massive. They've got playing cards, casino chips, dice. They even got, which I did buy, like these metal, large metal coins. Well, round piece of metal. And stamped on them is like payment for like one night with a with a whore. That's what they've called them. So like they're prostitute coins, basically. Um, I can only see that's what they used to use. So I don't know, maybe you buy the coin and then you give that to the prostitute. So that kind of loophole in prostitution or something. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. But it was quite a strange souvenir that we had. They also had a lot of books on gambling and gamblers, um, so that was interesting as well. Um, in the back room, they had actual casino tables um, and roulette tables and all that kind of thing that you could either buy or hire out as well. Um, go have a look around. It's um, You can buy a lot of good, decent souvenirs instead of relying on a lot of the tacky stuff that you can get um, in some areas. One more place I want to talk about, which technically isn't anywhere near the Arts District. 
It's closer to the um, Gold and Silver Port Shop. And I've mentioned it before, but because it's such an awesome place, Millennium Fandom Bar. If you don't go there, you're missing out. Honestly, just, just make an effort to go there. Check the opening time, though, because we fell foul of that the first time we went. Um, I think we went around about 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. It actually wasn't open until about 2 or 3. That might have changed since COVID. But, uh, yeah, go. So all that stuff is what we ourselves actually experience in around the downtown Vegas Arts District. What I now want to go on to is the other things that we saw on our travels that we noted down that we really wanted to go to. And I think quite a lot of you also might want to check out as well. Again, all of it is roughly around the Arts District um, I don't think it's too far a walk for any of these things. Um, I'm going to split it into drinks, food and things to do, just to make it easier. Right, we're going to start with food. No, we're not. Some things never changed here, though. We're going to start with drinks. I always find drinks are quite expensive in Vegas. I know you can get some really good deals. Happy House can be really good. you got stuff like at the Flamingo Bar, where the beers are really super cheap for an hour. There's a lot of coupons you can get, there's a lot of comp drinks you can get. But generally, if you go to a bar, the drinks can be pretty pricey. Found the prices at Frankie's Tiki Bar and the Golden Tiki Room Bar. Uh, they were pretty decent, to be honest. Millennium Fandom Bar and also Atomic Liquor, they, they're also decent prices as well for Vegas. So I'd like to think these places which we saw was going to be equally as uh, reasonable. Personally, I'll drink anything. I prefer craft beers. Don't mind cocktails, don't mind shorts. Really like my whiskies. Um, like my ciders, my hard apple. Hard cider, you call it in America, not hard apple. Um, I don't like lagers much. Um, used to drink them as a kid. These days, just like piss water, really. Carling, Vile, Foster's, there. Yeah, there's not many lagers I actually like. Uh, a lot of the places that we did see that raised some interest were cocktail bars and craft houses. I was quite surprised to see craft house beers in America, to be honest. It's probably quite naive of me. Uh, I thought they were just all for the Budweiser's, and that was about it. I've been proven wrong, and I'm quite happy to be proven wrong. There's also Banger Brewing Company as well, right by Hard Tech Grill. That's a brilliant place to try it as well. And I think they do supply a lot of places around Vegas. So if, if you can't get to the Banger Brewing, there'll be some places around that to um, actually sell their beers. So the places that we looked at and looked into were um, the Artifice, Artifice Cocktail Bar. Now that's actually attached to the Art Square. It's classed as a trendy night spot and it features local bands and live performances. Seen a decent place. Jane likes the cocktails as long as they're not rum based. I don't think she's a big fan of rum. So that was a place that we looked into and looking online it doesn't look too bad a place either. Another place similar to that was called Rebar. Again it's in and around the 18B area. Still does cocktails but it's in, it's like um it's half bar half antique store so everything that you see like on the walls and dotted around you can actually buy so you can have a drink and buy an antique 
if that takes your fancy. So that was another place that seemed quite unique. I'm all for unique and different. Um, I've got a really short attention span. I get easily distracted, but at the same time, I really like new and interesting things um, all the while. The, the stranger the better as well, really. So that kind of brings me on to the Velveteen Rabbit. It's a cocktail bar again, but it also does craft beers. Looking at their website, some of their cocktails were really strange. Some of the ingredients were really out of this world. Wasn't cheap either. But again, I'm going to go there next time, or the time after that, and I'm going to give it a go. So when it comes to cocktails, you've got, obviously there are more places, but these are the ones that we saw. Uh, Artifice Cocktail Bar, Rebar and the Velveteen Rabbit. Looking at the craft beers, uh, the ones that we came across and piqued our interest was the Craft House Brewery, Three Sheets Craft Beer, Nevada Brew Works and Hopsnut Brewery. None of them seem to be too far away from each other. Um, thinking about it, it'd be a pretty interesting um, vlog to do, really. Like pub crawling from one to one and seeing what gives out first, my wallet or my kidneys. Also, as well, kind of going from your drinks to your food, a bit of a combo like 18 being. Next to Retro Vegas, we saw a place called Jamiland Cocktail Bar and Reggae Kitchen. I really like Jamaican food. Um, I don't think I've had the privilege of trying proper Jamaican food, but the stuff that I have tried has been really, really nice. So I wouldn't mind popping in there and actually seeing what it's all about. So yeah, they do cocktail food. Cocktail food. Yeah, have a sausage. They do cocktails and they also do uh, Jamaican slash reggae food. All the food stuff that we thought might be quite interesting was Esther's Kitchen. That does Italian stuff. We really like Italian food. We really like food. But we really like Italian and Mediterranean food. A place called the Thai Chicken. I'm doing really well today. The Thai Kitchen, which does Thai food. Chicago Street Food. They do hot dogs. Soul Belly Barbecue. That looks amazing. It's one of those ones that have got like all these big massive smokers outside. Um, so they smoke all their meats in-house. Massive selection of barbecue food. I think most of the eating's outside. Music blasting, beer drinking. Um, I'm not too sure if it existed when we went. But I've seen it on a few vlogs and it looks right up our street. Um, one place that I thought would be right up our street was also um, a place called Underground Burgers. That looked interesting. The website looked interesting. Then I realised it's all vegetarian and plant-based. Got nothing against that. Do you know what I mean? If you want to be vegetarian or vegan, you be that. Um, I myself also do sometimes eat vegan and vegetarian food. Um, but it just surprised me that this place itself is purely vegetarian or vegan. So... Uh, Give it a go. Might be alright. I might try it myself as well, actually. My brother's kind of vegetarian. Well, pescatarian. But he uh, might be interested in that kind of thing if he ever gets to go to Vegas again. So, um, there we have it, really. That was the food and the drink things that we'd happen to have seen on our walks. 
we didn't get a chance to experience any of them because we just ran out of time. Like I said, this was just the tip of the iceberg, really. Um, yeah, it's going to take a few trips to actually experience and explore that whole area. So I've talked about things that we've done, such as the Burlesque Hall of Fame, Art District, blah, blah, blah. These are things that we saw but we didn't experience. So you've got the Antique Alley Mall. Like Retro Vegas, they sell antiques, but I believe it's actually an entire block or an entire street of different antique stores selling all matter of um, antique stuff. That might be interesting. You've also got Ninja Karaoke. That might have closed down. Um, but if you do like a bit of karaoke, you still got the Catch Me Out um, next to... Well, it's by the Heart Attack Grill upstairs in that area where you've also got the toy shack as well they've also got a webcam um if you you can go online and they used to have a live webcam inside catch me out so i assume you could see people trying to sing every time i've gone up there there's been nothing but i think that might have been because i went on during covid so it was obviously closed another place that we thought would be quite interesting is zach bagan's haunted mansion museum we did want to do that for halloween um i think it's kind of out the way i think the chap himself is quite famous in america uh, he hosts a show called ghost adventures and he's got a downtown vegas mansion and i think there's over 30 rooms of weird and wonderful spine chilling ghostly bits and bobs um so i think that might be quite quite fun to go to whether or not I'd be allowed to film when I'm in there I haven't got a clue but um, it's another one to actually put on our list of uh, things that we want to do as you can tell um, we managed to do quite a lot of stuff around the downtown area and the arts district and at the same time there's also still many 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 more things to do as well now that we can actually go back to Vegas it's going to be quite fun to actually experience all of these things Hopefully as well as giving you listeners some ideas as well of what to go and see. There's quite a few forums and websites and Facebook pages where people ask what else can you do and can anyone suggest to eat here or to drink there and generally as a rule we all get the same places repeated over and over and over again. It's not to say that's a bad thing, it's just that they're the most popular things and they're the ones that are on the strip or in the casinos downtown and they're the ones that we always go to or they're the ones that always get recommended because they are good but um do you know what? it's about time we had a look further afield and gave these other places a chance because um the ones we've tried so far they've been really impressive we've not had a bad experience at them at all and so i'd like to continue to go out explore and support all these um, suppose smaller local businesses really um, and hopefully you'd like to probably go and do the same or at least um, recommend doing it to, um, to your friends and to your family and anybody else who might ask about Vegas the place itself as you all know is absolutely bloody massive I haven't even mentioned stuff like Sam's Town or the Red Rock Casino or going to that new area 15 or driving all the way down to rachel in area 51 do you know what i mean there's 
just so so much to do and um, for as long as I'm alive I'm gonna keep going and I'm gonna keep experiencing it and I'm gonna keep sharing it whether or not I'm still vlogging when I'm in my 70s I don't know but um, doesn't stop my dad from appearing on some of my vlogs I really hope the um, information that's been on this podcast has been of some interest and um, does encourage you to look a bit further afield, a bit out and about when you're in Vegas. I know some people are a bit concerned about certain areas, but no matter where you go, there's going to be dodgy areas. And as long as you're safe and inter- like, as long as you're clever and use your common sense, you should be all right. Although, we'll go for a disclaimer, if anything does happen to you, then I hold no responsibility for anything that may happen to you or your loved ones. There, that's, decli- there, that's a disclaimer there. But, uh, yes, yeah, it's a shortish one. I thought it might be. Um, next week, I'm going to go down the route and talk about buffets. Sadly, because of COVID, a lot of the buffets have closed down. They are slowly reopening but I just want to talk about our experiences of buffets when we went. So it's not going to be up to date, but it will be relevant to our trips. And I'm finally going to talk about Wicked Spoon and why it's definitely not my favourite place. And that's all I'm going to say on that. But for now, um, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I'd like to thank everybody who has been listening watching my recent Halloween series, that's now finished, I've eaten all the candy, actually that's a lie, I've eaten most of the candy and the stuff I've left is still in the box, Funko Pops are still out on the uh, on the table by the TV, the It clown that peed me off, he still doesn't stand up, so he's absolutely bob useless, uh, but it was fun, it was fun doing the YouTube um, series, I'm tempted to do one for Christmas as well. I'm going to buy myself one of those larger advent calendars with something of interest in. Open one a day. I'm not going to bother doing candy tasting again, though. You're probably bored of that. But, uh, yeah, for now, I'm going to say yet again, thank you for everybody who's been watching, listening, subscribing, reading and sharing. See you all again next week, same back time, same back channel, and try a bit. Or called the travel agent to book an holiday A lovely wench that saved me as before I went away There's been something as meaning to say What to say? Said am, yow, yam, yam I said oh, bye, bye, yam Talking in an accent that you would not understand But all the folks in the black country I'm the best in all the land So now I hear you brumming But a yam, yam, or oh, yam